systems are offline. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ Podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib-jab. Jib-jab, jib-jab, jib-jab. Pat and AJ. I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. We haven't even started talking yet, and the cat came in here. Damn right. He's not even awake. He's like, oh, it's time. He's the MC. He has to be in here. Yes, there ceremonies is here. My name is Pat. I'm here. That's AJ. She is here. Thank you for being here as well. Talk about a sixth sense. You're not even awake yet. Get out of here. It's the 131st episode of the Pat and AJ podcast. Didn't you say he walked into your office yesterday bitching about something? Mm, he just wanted to be in there. We call it Charlie Chat or Charlie Chatlin. But no one, but he see, just Because he bitches. Like, he'll walk up to you and be like, meh. Nobody was uh, nobody was home. That's why I feel like he wanted to be oh, up yeah. in my business. You weren't home, and um, the kid wasn't home, and I was back. I've been gone for a week, and I, cl- I I did what you should never do to a cat. You close the door. Oh yeah, you can't ever close the door. And he wants to be in there. We actually did record a podcast last week, but you know, oh, it never got up. It never got up because Shit. I. <laughs> Pat went to Iowa last week because his dad had a stroke and we recorded it right before I took him to the airport. And I knew deep down, I'm like, he's never going to have time to get that up. so easy. It's not. But fuck was it not to just find the time. And then... The Wi-Fi is... I really, truly mean this. I really, truly mean this. I was staying at my, my dad's place, which is in rural Iowa. Even so rural that the small rural town that he's technically a part of, he's in the unincorporated part of that small town. He's almost on the Missouri border. Like, he's very far south and in the middle of nowhere. So the internet and the fact that they fucking have high-speed internet, which we found out, that the which is a huge problem that's been around for a long time, and I think Obama was the first one that brought it up. we got to address the internet um, inequality, right? Say, so here we are 14 years later, and we still haven't figured it out. <laughs> but, like, my dad's wife was telling us how, like, just a mile down the road, one of their neighbors can't even get the same internet that they have. And they have, like, that HughesNet, which they said totally sucks. Yeah, I remember the first time we visited them, they had just built, uh, they, they're, they're, this, there was no cell tower. Remember that? I mean, there was no service anywhere in that house. Yeah, it was like very, uh, you got no bars. And they had- You got wi- no Gs. I think they, they had Wi-Fi, but it was extremely slow. The next year we went, they had built a cell tower, ironically, like right across the street from your dad's house. That's fucking great. And so that improved the cell phone service, but the Wi-Fi still sucks. You couldn't upload a podcast from there. So let me tell you why I gave up on any idea of even trying to. Because as I settled into the rural land, of course, my phone auto-connects to the Wi-Fi because it remembers the password. And it was faster for me as I scrolled Instagram (laughs) to turn off my Wi-Fi and just be under what is now 5G coverage. If I was upstairs, if I was downstairs... It would go to LTE. LTE, yeah. But still, I, regardless. I didn't, I didn't have any pipe dreams that you'd actually be able to upload that podcast, but I thought it was very cute that I you thought, said but, but, we I should mean, record. <laughs> if I realized that I couldn't even 
rip through all my dumb reels on Instagram without it buffering. You definitely weren't sending me as many reels as you normally yeah, do. I was like, how the fuck am I going to upload a podcast? So I, You're I, forgiven. I gave up. Sorry. It's been like a week and a half. It's really okay. Anyway, my dad had a big stroke. We talked about that. I ended up uh, hopping on a plane out there and taking a week off work, kind of wiped my calendar for a week and went out there. And essentially kind of joined in the brigade of people that come around when you suffer a major life-changing event. And uh, I was there for a transitional time, and uh, my dad's now in a rehab facility. He's at a rehab hospital, so he's out of the hospital. Basically, they're not concerned about him dying right now. That's That's, good. That's what happens when something like that happens. Like You get out of the hospital when they have a relative assurance that you won't die on them. Yeah. Um, and now he's in this rehab hospital, which is where all the big work starts. And eh, we'll see what happens. We'll see what kind yeah. of uh, person he uh, comes back uh, in the facilities he has or doesn't have in the life he will uh, lead from this point on. But so I was out there very last minute. And that's why, yeah, we tried. Like, I mean, wasn't it like it was Monday morning, Monday, like, like yeah. I booked tickets Sunday, 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 night. Sunday was when. Well, that's when this is the weird part. I've been kind of like on the fence. And really kind of relying on my siblings for guidance on whether or not I should come out there. I'm like, listen, do you need me out there? Because as I think we mentioned before, there's COVID restrictions on the hospital visitors. You can have two per calendar day. Not two at a time. No, two per day. Two per day. So like if Uncle Joe and Aunt Mary show up and they're there from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. That's it. That's it for the day. day, Unless they come back. That means until the next calendar day. No one can go see him. So I was always kind of gauging, should I head out there? And my brother was kind of a, you know, just hold, hold. That apparently my father requested my presence. He summoned you. And, you know, who wouldn't? If if I thought I was on my deathbed, I'd want to talk to me too. I'm an entertaining person (laughs) to have around. Right? I will take deathbed requests, by the way. If you need someone to hang out with you on your deathbed, I have no problem. You get really cool insight from those folks, man. I'm telling you, some of the coolest times I had was hanging out at uh, senior homes and memory ward care centers when, when, your my, mom was in, yeah. when my mom was in that. You get some straight talk. But my dad had literally, I guess, apparently summoned me through his wife. And she got a hold of me on uh, Sunday, last Sunday, and said, hey, your dad kind of said he, he, he wants to see you. So then you're kind of like, oh shit, you man! Have to right? Now, like you're yeah. in summon. So I, I just bam, I do that thing we all love to do but hate to do: book a last minute flight yeah. because flying and going anywhere should be exciting. It's not anymore. It's a goddamn nightmare. Like you know, like you're leaving your normal place, no. you're going somewhere else, and of course the reason behind it sucks, and then you know just the hassle of what flying is sucks. Yeah. Flying is, is trash now. It, it barely gets you from A to B, if you're lucky. <laughs> Dude, you want to hear about this? I uh, developed a four-day knot in my back because of my flight from Tucson, Arizona to Phoenix. I know. Stop. What? I know. Stop. Think. You're, you're all thinking, first off, hey, asshole, why did you fly from Tucson, Arizona to Phoenix, Arizona which is a roughly one hour and 41 minute drive. It's because a flight that I took to Des Moines, Iowa, unfortunately is not a a direct 
So I had to connect. And the connection for me going there was in Phoenix. So it was a very quick 35-minute up and down in the air. So not a very long flight. Didn't you say there were... But there's no directs from Phoenix to there, Des Moines, is there's, there? Well, no, that, then oh, okay. that's how I got oh, there. Yeah, that but I just sense, didn't yeah. want to drive to Phoenix. It was going to be a big pain in the ass for AJ to get me up to Phoenix. I was going to be late picking up our kid from school. It was going to be a big thing. So I it, said, listen, yeah. I said, I'll, I'll, I'll do the connection. Don't worry about me. I'll take this little quick hopper flight, and then I'll be on my direct flight from Phoenix to Des Moines, no problem. So this little hopper flight that I end up on, and again, I booked 24 not hours. Even. Not even less than 24 hours. I'd say more like 16. Right. I'm actually shocked at the amount of money that I paid. Not because it's so high, because I didn't think it was high enough. Really? I was for sure that they were going to... F- I'm like, it's the American way to fuck you as much as right you can. at the last minute. They, so I'm like, they I... Don't, they don't give, like, bereavement fares no. anymore. It's just, oh, he wouldn't. He wouldn't qualify because he's still alive. That's true. But, but what I'm saying is... I was still is shocked at they the... They don't care. At the relative obnoxious price, but not as obnoxious as expected. That's the refreshing. So... I'm on this flight from Tucson to Phoenix, which is, again, 35 minutes. Not a long time. Uh, I ended up in a middle seat, the dreaded middle seat. Again, I booked this flight. Who knew it's such a popular fucking route because there was nowhere to sit on this plane. That's crazy. Except for, like, three spots, and they were all middle seats, so I didn't care. Chose one, boom, that's where I'm sitting. Immediately, I see the man that is sitting in the aisle seat, and he is... uh, I'm going to say 50s and fit. Okay. 50 and fit. <laughs> he likes to pump weights. I like to stretch kick. and kick. No, but he was like a, like a bodybuilder type. Okay. So, you know, he has the broad. He's bulky, or, yeah. Right? So I go, okay, interesting. What are you going to do? Luckily, it's only a quick flight. Then, of course... On this sold-out flight, the window passenger shows up. And the window passenger uh, gal who I ended up chatting to, because, of course, it's me, once again, taking your deathbed. You are a nice person. You know, callings now. It's a nice gal who's also on her way to Des Moines. I believe a University of Arizona student. And she was a great gal. um, And and, uh, she would may be described on a dating app as a BBW. (laughs) And so, uh, put it like this: She uh, asked for an extender for the The belt. So just to kind of before you know, and and I have to say that because now that I deal with so many weird people, I forget that some people are really douchebags. Yeah, and there's folks out there who are like, you know, ladies who are above a size six or on the large size. So when I say she was a BBW. A big, beautiful woman. And, of course, yes, you can be a big, beautiful woman. I am in no way, shape, or form trying to insinuate that large isn't where it is, okay? But You she can be really- whatever ever you are. But she was a large gal. And she didn't totally fit in the seat. And, it, you know, to the extent to where, like, as soon as she sat down, it was like, can I have the extender for the belt, knowing she's going to need that. Yeah. Um, none of the, uh, what do you call them, the armrests arm are down. Well, yeah, because it's not like you're a super small dude either. Yeah, right? So you're in the middle of two people that are even bigger than you. Which, I mean, I I was going to say, because I have a weird self-distorted view of me. I'm not sure if I look like Bradley Cooper or Phil Margera. And I'm pretty sure either one could be true in my mind. That's how fucking weird my mind is. You're right in the middle. But, like, if you were to see me sit down, would you say that's a fat guy? 
You wouldn't say that's a skinny guy. No. Would you be like, I mean, I don't know where I fall. Is that like dad bod thing? Yeah, you've got a dad bod because you have you have great legs. Your arms aren't that big, but your gut is 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 quite uh okay. it's plentiful. So I would say it's yeah. a dad bod. So yeah. so so you don't, you don't have man boobs, which is a huge plus. Yeah. So so that's me in this equation. Yeah. And again, I'm not trying to shame anyone, but no. the gal uh next to me took up probably about a quarter of your seat of my seat were you so you were sitting before her yeah i was the first one there i'm the first one there but then she gets on the plane and you've got to move for her to get in right yeah and i mean it's not one of those and and, and like listen the guy in the aisle takes the cue and kind of positions himself to like be away from me and looking towards the aisle but I am essentially kind of pinned between this guy's broad shoulders and the lack of space to my left. And I'm kind of like this for 35 minutes. Ooh. And as I do this, what I'm doing right now, I can feel the spot that got aggravated. And I shit you not, for four days at my father's, I felt like I should join him at the fucking hospital and be like, my back hurts so bad. Which I know they're just going to be like, there's nothing we can do. No. Because everyone thinks when you say that, you're just fishing for fucking pain pills. But I legit had this crick in my fucking back that hurt so bad. You even said one night when we were on FaceTime that you're like, boy, your back hurts, doesn't it? Yeah, you just were very fidgety. And I mean, it sucks because you had this short flight. And then you had another flight. Yeah, which was fine, by the way. Yeah, the longer flight. The was longer fine. flight, I was, I, I had a seat, an aisle seat. Uh, no one was in the middle. But you got to remember, then you drove from uh, Des Moines to Sheridan, which is a solid That's hour. That's an hour. Yeah. And then you slept in a bed that wasn't yours. Yeah. And then you drove oh. back and forth between Des Moines and Sheridan almost. Dude, every I single drove day. every single day that I was yeah. gone. No wonder you're back. Minus one, I drove between Des Moines and Sheridan, so that was two hours each day, roughly two and a half right two and a half hours of driving every single day but let me tell you i've never in my life felt um more like confucius kind of fucking zen that i had to find to not lose my fucking mind on this 35 minute flight and i felt horrible for it because i said how could i if there were any other seats which there was not by the way this was a sold out flight I thought to myself, I said, how does someone in this fucking position where I'm in, uh, say this wasn't a 35 minute flight, right? And this is a four hour haul from LA to New York. I mean, what is the protocol for that? There's no way you can gracefully say anything without them knowing there isn't. Because and, if you were if you were to flag down a flight attendant, right, like, you're, you're all sitting there already, so yeah. you're not going to see that in front of them. Yeah, so you're going to get up out of your seat and you're going to disappear, and then when you come back, magically someone's going to show up and go, "Ma'am." Yeah, but what can they do at that? And point? And then that's what I'm saying. At that point, if she then, didn't buy two seats, then and there's the flight is sold out. Then what do you do? You can't do anything. And then that's what I'm thinking. At that point, then it becomes a thing where they may then. Ask her to fucking get off the plane. And then I would feel horrible. Yeah. That someone got booted off a plane. And it really, I felt like it was the biggest loss, loss, loss. Because I'm a hundred, like, again, the awareness from this very nice uh, uh, woman, just by her, you know, saying, hey, can I, before she even sits down, hey, can you get me an extender? 
Yeah, but so is that she awareness? knows. Is well, that- no, 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 that is awareness because at least you're you're not. You know, you already know I'm going to need some help with with this belt. I disagree. Awareness okay. would have been buying a second seat if you know yeah. before you get on a plane that you're going to need a seat extender. And listen, like I get it; those seat belts are small. The they seats are. are small, and I mean, I sci- pretty much max them out right now. Yeah, it's scientifically proven that they're making the seats smaller oh, so they can pack more people on the plane. So yeah, we all feel like beached whales on planes because that you know I get it. But if you need a seat extender, you need a second seat. End of story. I just think it's incredibly rude to to get on a plane knowing you're going to need a seat extender, not giving a shit about the person next to you. But, and, you know, I think we found out in this world, nobody cares about anybody but themselves. So, And, of course, this is also, you know, as I'm on my way to see my father, right, who just had this massive stroke in the hospital, um, you know, I'm, I'm at this point completely, I've just had to compartmentalize that there's still this thing called COVID. Right. And I know we can all fucking debate this, that. But the fact is, I'm now smushed up against people. I don't fucking know know, who any fucking people are. And I am literally expected um, when I get off this plane to show up to a hospital and speak to my, you know, possibly on his deathbed father. Right. Uh, And I like I had to just put that in a fucking box because I'm like, if I start factoring that in, I'm going to get worked up. So that's the other part that I didn't even think about. A to the J, they are making everything smaller. So I wonder if she would have been, because she was essentially a a seat and a quarter gal. Yeah. Right? Not not two seats. No. This is not someone, this is not, I'm trying to think Ralphie May, right? This is not Ralphie May. No, and that's fine. But if you but, still, if you are going to spill onto a second seat no. in any way, shape, or form, you should buy a but second seat. But I'm also seat. thinking... Five years ago, do you think she'd need that second seat? Do you think that they've shrunk the seats that much? I don't think they've shrunk the seats that much. I think they've shrunk them enough. I mean, shit is smaller now. Yeah, it's way smaller. That's just the fact, Because they want to make more money by putting more people on the plane. So, yeah, no, I think it's just if you need a seat extender, you need a second seat. You really do. It was just, it was one of those things. I guess, unless you're like really big just out in front, if you are not touching the other person's seat, I say you're fine. I mean, if your gut is touching the seat in front of you, that's another issue. Yeah. But if you're not touching the person next to you, then who cares? But if you are spilling onto their seat without an armrest, yes. yeah, you should buy a second seat. So, um, and I think I was probably as understanding or able to find my way to deal with the fact that it was a 35-minute flight. Yeah. And of course, I just think in the back of my head, had it been the long haul, yeah. holy smokes, what would I have done? Uh, the other part that makes this um, so much fun is that because of the precarious position, get it, ah. that I was literally put in between the bodybuilder guy um, and and the other gal, the BBW gal, is that I am positioned to where uh, I pretty much... I'm kind of staring at, at at her hands, which, of course, because she's a 20-something-year-old female, has a phone open the whole time. And you're thinking, are are you creeping? No, I'm not creeping. I'm literally just kind of smushed in. Sandwiched, and yeah. I was sandwiched, and I'm like, okay, I, I, I get to look at the back of this seat and her kind of screwing around on her phone. The entire time, she is feverishly, because you can connect on Wi-Fi, uh, messaging on the app, uh, Fet life, 
And I know for those of you who may not be hip to the scene, uh, FetLife describes itself as the social network for the BDSM fetish and kinky community. Oh, for crying out loud. Like She's Facebook, like Facebook, but run by kinksters like you and me. We think it's more fun that way. So oh, that's when I was, man. that's what I'm like, okay, now I, I, I hope this just sticks to text because my eyes are tired. I'm not going to really be seeing anything. If photos start getting exchanged, this is going to become a whole different kind of fucking really story. Awkward. See that you could use, you would could you use fucking, that to would complain. you do like, I mean, no, would no you message, no. would you message on a kink specific? Cause no. I don't know, even Tinder, like what would you do if you sat down on a plane and the person next to you was just feverishly swiping on I like Tinder? I don't care about that. And I don't, I mean, I feel weird texting on planes cause I feel like somebody can see it. I remember there was one time that, and I forgot wh- where I was going. I was by myself, but the woman next to me took her feet off, uh, took her shoes off, and That's put her feet worst. up. And she was eating like she was eating like a plate of lasagna on the plane. Like she was just disgusting, and she was loud, and she was talking on her phone, which was weird. And I remember texting somebody about it, but I was I tried to keep it away so she couldn't see it. So I don't. Th- I mean, swiping on Tinder, who cares? But like if she if she started exchanging pictures while you were sitting next to her, like that would have been grounds to be like, dude, like for real, you're you have stuffed me into the seat like a packed sausage, <laughs> and now I'm forced to watch you. It's also funnier just to see that she can't put it down for a couple hours. You got a message at like a thousand feet. I have no problem <laughs> with fetishes. People have weird kinks. You do you. You do you. My problem here is if she's big enough to be on a fetish site, she should have bought two seats. That's two seats, AJ, over there. Buy them seats. It's 35 minutes out of my life. Listen, I found a new way to meditate, okay? Made it up, made it done. So listen, I'm back, boys and girls, and it feels good to be here. For the 131st episode, perhaps one day we'll release... The other episode, we should because you as like a lost episode. We should because you were you you were so nice about something we talked about in that episode that I didn't think you'd be nice about. Okay, we can we can release that one day as a as a lost episode. I didn't think it was that good of an episode, anyways, because I thought my 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 mind was kind of probably out of the game. It was. I you know like of course double and triple thinking everything after you left because that's where I just lived was in my head when you were gone. I thought you didn't want to release it because you apologized to me on it. Oh, no shit. Oh, wasn't that? It was pure laziness and bad Wi-Fi. <laughs> don't, don't, don't overestimate like, any. what if he is so no. self-conscious that he apologized to me on the podcast? See, now no. people are like, would you apologize What is it? For? This is a good tease, everyone. You should let us know. Should we? I think, yeah. Should we release the lost episode? I think we should release it this, <laughs> I think we should release it Friday because then we don't have to record again this Not, week. No, <laughs> Gotta keep it fresh, you know. Gotta, gotta. Yeah, but if you, <laughs> the longer you wait, the less fresh that one is. It's a lot. No, no, but like what it's about, like that part, maybe we'll just release that part. Maybe we'll record. Say release that part. Yeah. We'll okay. record like a new open. I'm fine with that because I feel like the second part was kind of like we were digging for stuff to talk about and it wasn't very interesting. What was the second part about? I don't I remember, forgot. but while we were talking about it, I'm like, this is boring. Yeah, it's boring. <laughs> I wouldn't. <laughs> Isn't that fucking funny? When you're someone who does what like what 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 we do, and trust me, in the old radio days, because sometimes you're forced to like do dumb shit. You know, clients buy their way on the air, and you've got to have on some I, true story. I think semi demented, ninety something year old clown to pitch a circus. Remember Holy him? Remember that guy? Shit, the interview. Remember that guy? 
Was that the one who came in person? Uh, probably. There was one. We got. Oh, we were forced to interview one in person, and then we were forced to interview one over the phone, uh, who I think was actively dying <laughs> when he was on the phone with us. It that was, was his uh, shtick. He was he was Rippo the clown. R.I.P. <laughs> the clown. <laughs> it was it was so bad that hey, we went. Kids don't smoke. <laughs> we went to our boss and said. We can't air this. Like there's it's a dying, that bad. There's a dying clown on the phone. And trust me, when somebody pays ah, to get on the air on a radio station, like the bosses, you know, who obviously can't manage the money in the building that well, are like, "Yes, fine. Yeah, Fuck anybody yeah. pays, you can be on the air." <laughs> so, like, play. even if it's the worst interview ever, they'll up. make you air it. Our boss, though, literally said, "No, don't air Fuck that. Yeah. That's terrible." <laughs> Yeah, you'd feel bad doing stuff like that. But then, but like, there are like, days like, you don't. You're not just. You're just not a wealth of content. There's yeah. days that not a lot of shit happens. And 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 as you're doing it, you're like, oh, this sucks. You're yeah, like, if I was me, I wouldn't listen. To this I wouldn't listen to this right shit. Now. You know. <laughs> so I hope that's not how you feel right now. Is basically what I'm saying. No, I think your story was very interesting. <laughs> was that, it interesting? And I very about- much think she should have bought a second seat. Thank you. And then he showed me a photograph. It was a. It was a. It was a photograph of the bed, our bed, um, and on my side of the bed, um, was human fecal matter. My initial response to that was, I mean, I laughed. it was so outside, it was so bizarre and so grotesque that I could only laugh. There's poop on the floor. She just, it, it blended in with the rug. Where's it at? It's, oh. You can't tell on this rug. Who pooped the rug? <laughs> Who pooped the rug? When are you going to finally start... Uh, Making the cats and dogs stay out of these rooms. You keep, I shut this door all the time when you, I'm not in it. You like AJ has this awesome childlike wonder that she just believes like the animals learn from their mistakes, which we've learned this is not true, no. right? And this is not they do not have emotional intelligence like we do. But AJ in her mind all the time, the cats come into a room and they fuck it up. And then we'll keep that room closed, and then eventually she'll like let them back in there, and then they fuck it up again. Or the dog. You you have all the faith in the dog that she will not duty anywhere but outside. And I'm looking at duty right now. I didn't even notice. <laughs> we, we just recorded half a fucking podcast. And he didn't know it was there. With a piece of shit right in front of me, I, I didn't th- notice. I don't think I would have noticed it either, except the cat came in and sniffed it. And I was like, what a, the hell? I'm going to take a picture of this turd. There's duty over there. I'm going to take a picture of this turd. It blends into the rock. And we're going to post it on our uh, Instagram. I love how we have hardwood floors in 99.9% of the house, and she finds the one rug to shit on it. Although I will say, I keep the door to this room closed when I'm not working in it. Because yeah. I do not feel like they need to be in here fucking shit up. <laughs> I don't. I don't want them in here. It's too much. This is probably the room with the most expensive stuff in it. So, no. they don't. I shut the door when I'm not in here. The uh, 
the funnier part, so I was out at my dad's, right? And you got to understand, my dad's third wife, which I feel like after a while I have to stop saying third wife because they've been married like 25 years. Yeah, you just need to say your dad's wife. You just got to understand, my mom's first and there's the second. You don't have second. to call her stepmom, but call third her... Wife. Uh, third call, wife. Call it your dad's wife. That's, wife the third. It's been, like Rambo first He's blood. been married to her the longest, right? Uh, Yeah. So it's your dad's wife. Just say it. The, she's all in animals and raises dogs and horses and all this shit. Uh. Their house has more fucking animal barriers now than our house has because she has dogs and cats and she's trying to like barricade cats out of rooms, Yeah, which is even more hilarious because you can't barricade a cat out of anything. No, they're total assholes. Short of like a, like a, like a watch guard with a gun where you're willing to shoot to kill. Well, the cat's going to make its way through. And what I've learned is that if you're not in the room, that's when they throw, if, if, if you're not in the room, they don't care. If you're in the other room, they give a shit. Like, they're not going to try to get into the room that's closed off if you're not in there. But if you're in there, I mean, it is it is full-on tantrum until you open that door. But what is it about the dog fucking marking? Like, like what is this? Why does she got to drop a duty back here? I don't the know. The dog goes outside 90 million fucking she times. She does. She gets two walks a day. She goes out all the time. I don't know. I, I don't <laughs> know. I don't know when she got in here when the door was open. Honest to God. Like, I've had this door. I make sure this door is closed. Do you think she poops in here when you guys are working? No. You don't think so? No, she sleeps next, like, at my Because AJ, feet. and, like, that's what I'm talking about, where AJ keeps her out of all these rooms, right? Because we figured out with our dog, uh, you have to just restrict movement. She's a 14-year-old dog who's fucking all pretty much deaf. She is. She can only hear a whistle at this point. <laughs> and, you know, I'm like, we just need to really restrict her movement because if she can go hide somewhere, she will. And AJ, when she'll work her little work from home gig, she'll let the dog back in this room. Do you think she just silently drops that deuce while you're no. like working? No, honest to God, she sleeps at my feet. Like if she gets up and moves around, I watch her and I usually take her out if she, if that's what she, she needs. But if she... Gets up and starts to move around like I have eyes on her. She would would never duty in here while I'm sitting in here. (laughs) Never. She got a a pee in in my office while I was gone. Did she really? Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Found that crusted onto the floor. Oh, yeah, I know. See, it's what I do. I fucking leave. There's duty on the floor. Listen. Piss in the office. I was a working mom for a week. I was exhausted. Man, you were talking a lot of shit the other day like... The house was so clean without you here. Ooh, I didn't have to clean so much because you weren't here. Oh, it's so funny how clean the house is. Yeah, it may be clean, but boy, it's stinky. It's not stinky. You know, duty everywhere in there. You, fucking, it doesn't smell. Pee if in it, the one room, dookie over if here. If it smelled, you would have noticed it. <laughs> Stop it. Our house does not you gotta stink. got to look out, dog mom. You got to keep a closer I eye will. on this. I will. You sit here and give me shit like I'm Amber Heard. The Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. PatandAJ.com. Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.